Hi, this is Jordan. And I'm Brian. And you're listening to The Quality Varies. I, I try to like say the next number at the same time you're saying the previous number, and I think that's too fast. And so you're always trying to catch up to me. Yeah, you do speed up. It's like, a, that's okay. it's like a little video game. <laughs> I'm going, I'm calm at first, and then you start saying them. I'm like, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you at this game. It's a, it's a race. What are we talking about today, Brian? What episode is this? Is this episode 30? Good criminies. I don't know. Is it? Two and a half years. How many years? Two and a half years, I think. Sweet Moses. Yeah. It's episode 30. Congratulations, Jordan. Ha. Hey, Brian. Congratulations. Thanks, bud. Fitness. Fitness whole donut in my mouth. Why you changed it? Why? Why'd you change it? I don't know. Pizza just felt derivative. I want to, I want to complain about pizza for a second and how quickly. How dare you? I enjoy pizza. But I realize that pizza has become the second food that falls into this category of mine. There are only two foods in this category. And it's foods that give me heartburn by looking at them. That's a it you is, problem, not a pizza problem. It's pizza with marinara sauce. T-shirt idea. That's a you problem, not a pizza problem. I That is a good that is a good t-shirt idea. Thank you. Pizza with marinara sauce. Oh, that made a nice waveform. Pizza. Pizza. And Reese's peanut butter cups. What? Yeah, Reese's I gives can, you heartburn, really? I swear, my brother, his uh, his family, they have like a Costco thing of like Reese's peanut butter cups in their oh, pantry. Yeah, I open the pantry and I get I get I look at it and I get sick. Wow. Like I get I get a little bit of heartburn. And the same thing like with pizza, I touch pizza and it's like ugh, immediate <laughs> acid reflex. Rest in pistachios, um, man. Yeah, and so I I was thinking about it because I got some I was feeling weak and. <laughs> On my way home, I went to go get Subway, and then when I drove into the Subway parking lot, I discovered that at the other end of the strip mall, a Domino's was hidden from my sight <laughs> up until today. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. Yeah. So I drove a couple more parking spots down to the Domino's. <laughs> I hadn't had I haven't had pizza in a while, and when I have had pizza, I've intentionally gotten white sauce. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't give it doesn't give me heartburn. Yeah. So I had this I got this delicious pizza that I could only eat half of a slice. Wow. Before before I had to put it in the fridge and deal with it the next day. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. This is a good time. Sounds like a not good time. Now that we've uh, decom- uh, deconstructed that joke and analogy, we're good at that. How's your How's your uh, fitness been going, Brian? I tell you what, I am. Just getting more and more in shape as the days go by. That I've had conversations with you off the record, and I completely believe what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, instead of like instead of like the shape that I want to be, uh, which is you know like um, broad shoulders, I understand. You know, yeah, like yeah. the trapezoid hips with the shoulders and stuff. Uh, it's more of like this big, like bulbous dad body. Yeah. Around the lower bulbous. portion what of a, my what gut. What a weird word, dude! Bulbous. I'm not kidding you. Like I feel shameful when I look at myself in the mirror now, like without a shirt. Oh, let's let's talk about that. Ugh, let's not. Hey, man, you ask me the uncomfortable questions. <laughs> I uh, there's a peak for you. That's what you get. Nice, thanks. 
No, real for real. I I looked at myself in the mirror within the last week, and I was like, "When did this happen? I don't even recognize myself." It's bad news, man. It, it all it started. F- yeah, how did it all start? It all started when the Fire Nation attacked. That's so sad. Um. So, actually, for a quite some time now, like seven or eight months, I've had. Oh like this elbow pain <laughs> i think it's like this rotating center of pain in all of the ligaments in my right elbow and so sometimes it affects my grip strength mm. other times it affects like my bicep more sometimes it affects like when i flex my wrist up yeah sometimes it really affects my tricep when i extend my my arm um, it just kind of m- moves around and radiates different places, but I've been just, I've been freaking in pain for a long time now, um, and for a while I just thought yeah, it'll go away. I'm gonna keep exercising and lifting because I like it and it's important to me, and it just never it just never went away, and it just it, it actually started getting worse fairly recently, and so I've I've taken two or three weeks off of the gym now um just just like cold turkey my gym attendance um had been dropping since i started going back to donate plasma yeah Um, okay because i had i had three days a week where i was going to the gym monday wednesday friday tuesdays my mom has the kids and so i come straight home from work um as soon as soon as i get off work so i can take the kids for my mom and then Thursdays have been my day off at home with the kids, and um, it just it doesn't work out on those days. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday were my gym days, but then I started donating plasma, and then Monday and Wednesday were the only days I could go donate plasma, and so I just went down to one day a week, which was not sufficient for me. Yeah. And so I started to see some decline in my fitness then. Do you feel and- like... It's is it the same arm that you donate plasma? It's not anything to do with the plasma donation. No, no, no. It's like. the other arm. So oh, I donate gotcha. on well. this arm. Can you? You can kind of see this little dot right here. That's what I get for thinking it was going to be an easy solution. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, because the pain has been here for like months and months, and I just I just went back to donate plasma like two months ago, maybe a month and a half ago. But yeah, then just. A week or two ago, maybe three weeks ago, I just I decided I gotta I gotta cool it on the gym, get the get my arm feeling better. Or so I stopped doing upper body lifts and just started doing leg day. Leg every day, time all day. Every time I went to the gym it was just leg day and I do I do squats, calves, and then I do sit ups and back extensions. Yeah, so not really no in, no necessary involvement yeah, of so the arms. Yeah, like nothing nothing on my upper body. Shoulders at best. Shoulders are the not only thing. Not even shoulders cuz like cuz again grip was a part of the the problem. Yeah. So anytime I held a weight in my hand, well if anything, it was just if painful. It, like if at most you're just having something resting on your shoulders. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got a little overzealous on the squats. And oh, no. re-injured my back. The old war. Not the old war injury. That's I shouldn't say that. No. 
the now, old high school tell injury. Us, now tell us a man who's falling apart. Uh, mm-hmm. Remind us remind us how old you are. Too dang old. Oh, you've gotten to that stage now where that's the response? Uh, let me just let me put it to you this way. I could skip a rock and hit 30. No, that's good. That's a good answer. Um, no, I'm not that old. My back doctor does say that I have the back of a 70-year-old. Hey, so we have that in common. I'm 70 years old. Yeah, my uh, my chiropractor in Washington. She did, you know, she did the the X-rays and all the imaging on my back. Mm-hmm. And then she pointed. And she's like, "This is what a normal back is supposed to look like." And it's like, you know, it's a little wavy. And then she like pointed to my back, and she's like, "Your back is a U." <laughs> She's like, your back is not supposed to look like that. Rip. That's been lovely. Is it? It's weird that we're at, because me, myself as well, it's strange to feel the beginnings of the parts of my body that will probably be the death of me. Mm-hmm. My back, although I'm working on my back very consciously. Mm-hmm. Um, I do yoga twice a week. Thank you very much. Yep. I impress myself. Yep. That That's how I, that's how I survive yeah. too. Just... Yeah. Like in a in a pretty literal sense that's how I survive. Yeah, absolutely. My wrists, I feel like are are just going to fall off one day. Mm-hmm. Um I realized I realized the other day when somebody asked me to uh write for some reason I needed to write something with a with pen. Mm-hmm. And I take notes all day long for work. Mhm. But I tried to write a paragraph and my wrist felt like it was just going to it was just going to die. And that wasn't uh, that wasn't the most uh, wholesome experience in the world. And then my left leg just at random times decides that the ankle, hip, and knee are just all gonna all just gonna uh, veto. <laughs> we so, veto gravity. Yeah, they're like, mm, uh, no. I understand you're trying to make breakfast right now, but no. <laughs> so the council it's, it's a strange fate. Yeah, the, the council has voted. It's like, well, hang hang on a second. Uh, so it's, it's strange. It's a strange thing. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, I mean, talking about like lifting, especially. I'm glad that I lifted as much as I did as a teenager, even though I think I stunted my growth height wise. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. People would get mad. I think um, I'm six foot. Four. They'd get mad. Yeah, because well. You're six four. I remember you being shorter. You're six four. You're a tall guy too, though. I'm five ten. You're five ten. I'm five ten. I remember you being taller. Yeah. Well, I remember you being shorter. Well, yeah. I'm like six three, six four. Oh, now the story changes. Well, it it does. It has changed in my adult life, actually. Um, I'm five eleven. When my doctor's been happy with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, certain yeah, certain nurses and certain uh, doctors. Like depending on their height, their their little measure tool, they like oh, looks uh, you know yeah, yeah yeah so it like they like saw it from a different angle I guess so I'm between six three and six four and I stunted my growth and so I've had conversations in the past with people who were they felt sensitive about their height and oh. they were mad at me for I don't know being tall. No, your experience is your experience. Feel feel like your your height was stunted. I feel like my height was stunted. I totally accept that's because I never slept as a child. <laughs> I just played video games all day long. That'll do it too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be shorter if I didn't drink two gallons of milk a day when I was a kid. So mm, that's a lot. I did the math yes, actually on crazy food intake. I did the math today. I think I easily I 
I'm fairly confident that I eat over a dozen eggs a week. Just myself. Is that a lot to you? Just myself. Is that a lot to you? Yeah. I mean, I'll have like six eggs a day, dude. So I don't eat breakfast okay, okay, every day. Okay, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't eat breakfast every day, but on average, yes. Over the span okay, of a week, not eating breakfast every day. I, um, I, I probably have way more than a dozen eggs a week, but it's because my breakfast rotates on usually between two to three eggs mm-hmm. is involved for breakfast, mm-hmm. whether that's uh, scrambled or flipped or as part of a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Or one of my favorite guilty pleasures is to soft boil it and then mix it in with uh, like two or three saltine crackers. Oof. Hmm. Delicious. Interesting. I got to get started. You know, you start, got to start off the day with salt. <laughs> Just right, right off the bat. Start off the day, right? Yep. Breakfast of champs, bro. No, yeah. A, a dozen eggs for one person in a family of five. That is a lot. That adds up. No, but, but then during the day, I probably have another two eggs during the day. Uh, because I just have, I just keep a, a whole pot worth of hard boiled eggs in the mm. fridge, just, just ready to go. Wow. That, that's a lot of eggs, man. Um, wait till you have three boys. Just saying. Why? Because they, I'm, you'll have, you have to, you have to give me the insight on like, what is it because of the cost? Like you're just burning through pallets of eggs or, um, or well, the kids not, are consuming so much of the eggs. Well, not, I mean, everybody just eats a ton of eggs at my house. Like we bought what, like 60 eggs. My wife just bought like 60 eggs on Saturday and we're like halfway through that whole, that whole thing. I don't know. That feels like a lot to me. Maybe I just, I, I don't know, man. I feel like you eat like a lot of eggs. My math is currently telling me I go on average, I go through about two dozen eggs a week. Being extremely conservative on the math. Freak, dude. Most likely over that, but. I think that's a lot. I think that's a heck ton of eggs. I was... I just did some estimate math this morning as I was making five eggs for breakfast. It it did not used to be that it, that uh, habit was gained and then stayed uh, when I did keto. Mm. So uh, because eggs, the extremists, so one of the extreme angles in keto that mm-hmm. you could do is just a straight egg diet. I did not do that diet, <laughs> but eggs were a very simple like the eggs were a very simple way that you knew that you weren't going to break keto Mm -hmm. and you could also make eggs in a bunch of different ways yeah breakfast was one of the easiest things to do because they like you just do eggs in different ways and it's going to be fine yeah eggs eggs can be i'm not gonna i'm not gonna start talking about eggs because it'll never stop because we've been talking about eggs for a good five minutes here bro so your fitness is do you do uh are you a swimmer do you do swimming workouts at all is that ever something that's part of your routine? I've never done that for fitness. Really? Uh, really, never. Interesting. I, what is your What is your gym environment? Is so your I've gym never, like yeah, a? I've never had access to a, a like a swimming pool. Like so an is your so pool, ever? Is your gym like a like a rec center? Is your gym like a twenty four hour fitness level where it's just it's just like weight? It's like mostly weights and then some treadmills. Is it like a full? It sounds like it's not like a full gym in the in the respect of you know some of the some of the bigger facilities that towns might have Mm -hmm. yeah we go to a community center which has a swimming pool but it's like a family swimming pool yeah there's not really in it there's not mm, i could be wrong i'm probably wrong but it's i bet there are lap laps in it i'm sure there are 
the thing is the the swimming pool area is so far removed from the rest of the from gym from your from your um meat my, meat sack lifting corner of yeah the gym. from the jarhead area that i yeah, frequent yeah, yeah, yeah. uh yeah so i just also i float like a rock and that's a good thing have never been a strong swimmer because i just i never did it i live in a desert never had a swimming pool swimming pools were always there's just i don't know they're so expensive to like go swimming where i live do you have a do you I'm just making up a, a lot of excuses but like there yeah there's public pools and and all that stuff but yeah i just that's just not something that i did i never was uh i never like practiced it or became skilled at it and so now i just don't you should join a swimming team yeah, that's what I think. I do. I do recognize the uh, the fitness benefits of swimming laps. Um, as far as cardio goes, there's not really anything that compares. Um, yeah, it is swimming. It is a full body workout at the same time. Yeah. as being a cardio workout. Right. There's a reason that uh, there's sayings about swimmers' bodies. You know. Yeah. I recognize that. I fully recognize that. Yeah. I've been interested in doing that, um, but when I was a member at a like a a gym, like a the big yeah. Gold's Gym type gym, yeah, full level access of, level yeah. of facility, yeah, the pool area was locked behind their premium membership. Oh, which that's was, unfortunate. Yeah, which was so there was a different level, like double the price of what I was willing to pay. I've never had I've 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 never had that before, or the pool has been, one of the gyms that I in Washington that I was at their outside pool facility because they had a whole they had another outdoor pool and then they had a big um, water park for kids. Uh-huh. That part was on a different that was a different membership type. Yeah, but the pool in general, I mean, I guess it's a good thing because if somebody knows that they're that they're just not going to use it then I'm sure they're happy that they get to pay a different price. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, it's a good, it's a good and bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I find that, I find that interesting though. So, cause I, cause yeah. I obviously come from the background, like I swam so much as a kid that I find it exorbitantly boring to swim as an adult now. Really? Yeah. I don't, people ask like to go, like, let's go swimming. Sw- let's go swimming. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, th- I couldn't fathom that being a fun activity. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you, what do wow. you mean? Let's go s- swimming. Yeah, like if we want to go to a lake, like I'm super into canoeing, and if we want to go to the river, like I would challenge people to like, let's go, let's go to the other end of the river and back, mm-hmm. or like let's go across the river and back, mm-hmm. and we'll have like a, a swimming like a contest or something. But just I have this mental image of just like Peter Griffin and Family Guy, just like sitting in the water, and I'm like, <laughs> what what do I what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of. And I think of swimming. Yeah. But yes, the swimming, like doing laps and stuff, like I could be, I could be on top of the world as far as cardio goes and I could hop in the pool and die. Mm-hmm. But it's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah. So I find, yeah. I find that interesting as far as different people's approaches. I, I am running into people now that as adults, I won't call anybody out as adults, <laughs> they don't know how to swim. They're taking swim lessons mm. as, as adults because they never learned how to swim. Yeah. That's that's i don't want to 
I guess I should ask about this, but I tell that story about many, many adults in St. George, Utah. Oh, that that you think that the, the, maybe that the ra- people just don't like the ratio is higher than they let it be believed. Right, right. Like, like I know how to swim, but if I was talking, like if I were, like if I was just meeting you and you had told me that story about swimming, I would be, I would be likely to say that I don't know how to swim well. To I would tell a competent swimmer that I don't know how to swim because I just, yeah, I'm so bad at it. But you could keep like, when I say know how to swim, I am giving like the bottom of the barrel, the pass on like, can you tread water? Like if you fall out of a canoe, should I be concerned? Yes, you should. I told you I float like a rock. Okay. So like you, you would, you would like, you would be concerned with like your situation if you fell out of a canoe in a lake and yet and you were responsible. You had to tread water uh-huh. and make your way to shore. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. I don't know where I want to take that, but just but it's out there now. Apparently, this is the diss on Brian episode, which it I'm is. In, I'm into. I guess. I'm so into it. I signed up for it. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I must just I I must just summon that into my life. I just manifest. The opportunity to diss. To be dissed upon. Yeah. Because uh, it just happens all the time at work. Uh, it happens so much. Oh, that does I, it? I made myself a second name badge that I'll wear on days where it's particularly bad that just says chopped liver. Wow. <laughs> That's, wow, a, that, Brian. It's a, it's a I feel like joke. It's a joke. I, I mean, it was, and then you made a name tag that said chopped liver. Now, all of a sudden, you have the energy out there uh, in... Is this a name tag that's like on a plaque? No, I wear, I wear it. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a with like that name tag material. It's not just a oh, little yeah, piece yeah. of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a so lot of energy put my, into that. Uh, <laughs> my normal name my normal name tag has my name engraved in it, but we have like blank name tags with pins. Um, yeah. Okay. So like my normal name tag is a magnet, and it's my name's engraved in it. Um, but I, we have these blank name tags with pins on them that I just like printed a label out. I just printed. Yeah. Yeah. Like a black or white label maker. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Brian, there's so much, there's so much I'm discovering about you tonight. Um, I know you're thinking that I, uh, that I'm doing this to myself. The name badge is just me accepting reality. It's just accepting that people like to give me a hard time and that's fine. I'm fine with it. I wouldn't be friends with a lot of the people. If uh, I wasn't fine with it. Fascinating. This mm-hmm. is fascinating. Back to fitness. <laughs> Back to fitness. We're just exposing all of Brian's. Uh, I know flaws. I think of insecurities. I think of uh, so I think of like a lake. And Here we go again. Back with the the water metaphors. <laughs> no 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 no. Where it's a story about me. I won't include you at all. This most of the time, you know, one of the tests is that you can tread water. I. When people come to this camp or like um, I was involved with Boy Scouts when I was younger. And then when I got older, uh, I would help every once in a while certify the kids that they were like, like they had to have somebody tell them that like, okay, this kid is like, can swim. This kid is able to go to the lake. Yeah. And the, uh, I just, that's where just parents of Boy Scouts just turn into monsters Mm. where I'll sit there and I'll be like, the kids will do the thing. And I'm like, oh man, 
I, I can think of a bunch of times where I'm like, Joey, I'll give you like another chance. You got to do this thing. If you can't do it, I can't like, you can't, I can't, I can't tell the, the scout chief or whatever they're called, the mm-hmm. scout leader that you can go to the lake. I like the name scout chief. Scout chief. And then his, uh, his mom will come up and be like, can you just pass him? I'm like, my lady, you're, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like this is, it doesn't, you're, do you understand what you're asking me? Right. Yeah. Like you're, you're asking me to tell, you're asking me to say that your son can swim when he can't swim. This isn't like a, this isn't like a school quiz. Yeah. Like but that's not like this, that's going to end the worst out of all the people yeah. that are going to get screwed by this. It's going to be the worst for your son. Yeah. And we're of this, the nature of it is like, we're of the same faith. We go to the same congregation and I'm yeah. just sitting there like, how do you, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm confused. Like, yeah. Um, there but, should be this mutual understanding here somewhere, but we're, we're, there's been a schism. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there is this one, this one lake at this one camp that I always always go to that I always had this. I never had the issue, but it's a paranoia mm-hmm. that uh, al- the algae grows from the lake. Yeah, and I was paranoid of like horror story mode, getting my feet caught in the algae. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I could be the best swimmer in the world, but in my head, like the algae came up so high that it would like be up there at your feet in the middle of the, I don't know why I did, you know, <laughs> that was cute. And I, I hated it. And so I never, and that lake was disgusting. So I never wanted to get in the water there anyways. I never swam in that lake. The best that I did was if I had to save people from that lake. And that was the, those were the fastest times that I ever saved people. Cause I wanted to get out of the water <laughs> myself. But yeah, people would met like people would mess around with canoes or something, and they'd like tip your canoe and be like, and then it'd be like, like, ha, scared you. If it was in that lake though, there was no joking around with me. Like you tip my canoe, like you better get ready for death. You better because you better I'm make not, peace with your maker. Yeah, because you're this, gonna go meet him. Yeah, this lake is gross. I might get my feet caught in algae. The algae glows, and so if we're doing it at night, this lake becomes like the scariest lake in the world because Mother it's just dark. Trucker. It's just dark with like glow, glowing algae at the bottom of the lake. Wow. Yeah. So it's just creepy. And, and yeah, so I, I wouldn't feel comfortable treading in that, in that particular water. I've, I've gone so far off topic that I don't, I can't, I, even I can't remember I'm, where we were before you started that tangent. I can't, it's unrecoverable. I'm just, <laughs> there's no, there's I mean, no, that uh, was, there's no, bro, that, I mean, I'm just backtracking the conversation. We were already on a tangent before you went on that tangent. Okay, so my How's fitness. your fitness? Yeah, my fitness. So I stalled several times on my running. Right now, I, I'm on a running goal. I hit... Um, I ran three miles today at the gym. Yeah? I did. Yeah, I went back today because I was... Like I said, I've been like body shaming myself internally. Uh, so I made Well, and time. you knew we had this recording today. And I knew we had this recording today. So I body shamed myself into going to the gym and doing the thing that I have the least faith in and ran for an extended period of time. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be slightly salty on your time, if depending on what time did you get for your three miles. Oh, let me look it up. Because if it's anywhere near the 5K that I did after like weeks of working for it and almost dying at the, at the gym and like falling over physically... And you just get near that time. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty sad. What was your time? I I'm not I'm not you. I'm not going first. 
Okay. 3.02 miles. Yeah. 32 minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, my. Oh, no, Brian. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Not really. I mean, uh, I was actually really proud of myself. This is... Uh, maybe I should stop talking now, but this was actually the longest continuous run I've ever, ever done. Three miles is the longest I've ever ran without stopping. Nice. Congrats. Thank you. Was it, I mean, did you, was it satisfying in the moment? Were you able to bask uh, for a second? No, I hate it. No? No, I, like I said, I have, I have very little faith in extended periods of cardio, just like straight cardio yeah. um, as a means of like fitness and getting in shape because at that point I'll... i think you and i are on the same page where we both enjoy like sport yes um as cardio more than yes more absolutely than just, like, running on a treadmill absolutely because that there's function in that right you're yeah yeah like you're you're using muscle groups in that yeah with running about halfway through the run i noticed that i i wasn't i'm not like i wasn't really you're not doing the full doing you're not anything. doing the thing yeah right like i was basically just i had fallen into a rhythm of just perpetually falling forward and catching myself okay and yeah. so the the back uh, half that's a lot i think maybe the back third or the back quarter of my run i was actually focusing on like my form my body stance and like how i was holding my back and hips and stuff so i i think it was useful for the last little bit but other than that my uh my lungs breathed a lot which is probably (laughs) good for them um and i sweat a lot which i don't normally have a problem doing so probably not much benefit there but uh yeah so after like weeks of trying and like killing myself on the treadmill the goal that I had that I achieved back in December that you sat there and congratulated me as if it was a, it was a special achievement before you admitted that you just nonchalantly went and did it in 32 minutes or something Mm -hmm. was like 39 minutes or 40 minutes was Mm -hmm. my time that I was trying to beat. And I had beat that when I had done the, done the thing and Mm -hmm. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. And now I don't care anymore. Now it's meaningless to me. Oof. Uh, So my, listen to that sweet, sweet nihilism. I know with, with my running, it's not, um, like the, like the cardio portion is not the issue for me. Mm-hmm. My legs, it's like my shins. And then eventually when those get used to it, my left calf specifically just does not, it just like, I, no matter how much yoga I do, no matter, no matter how much stretching I do beforehand, I have one of those muscle massagers. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter oh, like how much a I use that before after. Yeah. 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 <sighs> No matter how much I use that before or after, no matter how long, like how many days in a row I've done it for the body to get used to it, mm-hmm. my left calf refuses to acknowledge that that this is what we do now. <laughs> and so it just turns into this like, survi- like survival mm-hmm. after a single mile. Yeah. It just turns into the survival where it's painful until I can't feel it anymore. And then it's fine. <laughs> Sounds healthy. Yes. Um, can we talk about massage guns? For a minute massage guns are the best the actual best i got one for christmas last year uh <laughs> like uh it's, it's so good can i can i be can i admit something to you brian please that i that i hope my grandmother doesn't 
here. Uh-oh. So for Christmas, I think this last this this last year, mm-hmm. I was already down here in Idaho. So everybody came to visit. We were doing like a white elephant uh, gift exchange to each other. And my grandmother had gotten a massage gun for my brother. Mm-hmm. I saw this and I immediately knew the insider knowledge that my brother has a massage gun. <laughs> yes. And so I totally, I'm, I'm so ashamed to say this. <laughs> I told every time we were over at my brother's house as a family, while they were all over, while they, they were all in town, mm-hmm. I used that massage gun in front of my grandmother <laughs> to get across the message that I like massage guns. Yeah. <laughs> And I totally manipulated her and she knew that, and she found out that my brother had a massage gun. And so on her way back home, she's like, Jordan, I want you to, I want, I got you something. She, I don't, I don't, (laughs) man, I hope she doesn't listen to this. (laughs) I don't think she knew. She didn't know that I knew that she had gotten a massage gun. And so she's like, Jordan, I got you something else. I want you to have this massage gun. I was like, oh, grandma, this is, this is great. (laughs) Oh, yay. Yay! Oh, the whole week I was manipulating her. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 25 year old man that pays his own bills and buys stupid things himself. And I manipulated my grandmother to give me a present that she was gonna give my brother because I'm still a child. Oh, Jordan, that was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, I have a massage gun now. That's good. Yeah. And I use it, uh, I use it frequently. It, uh, it sits right next to my, to my VR headset, and they are both two of the most uh, important pieces of technology I have in my house. Wow. And I feel so bad, and I feel, (laughs) but it feels so good, right? At least you'll have a massage gun in hell. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have, I'm I'm sitting in shame, but at least I have loose muscles. Yes. Uh, I'm not I'm not getting a tense neck from yeah. it. So there you go, there you Grandma. Go, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm so glad that you did that. That was a great story. Oh, oh man. Um, but I use that. I use that all the time. Mm-hmm. The experience of like doing a chest workout and then two days later just using the massage gun, oh. just on the chest. Yes. Nothing greater. Oh, man. And then, do you know when you find the spot? Uh, no. Yeah. This is sounding This is sounding weirdly uh, intimate. Oh, well. I didn't mean for it to be. Wow. I apologize. <laughs> no, like, you find the frequency, you find the angle, Yep. and you yep. find, like, the spot of your muscle that, like... Yep. I found it a couple times on my arm. I use it a lot on my elbow, like around my elbow. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To help that go away. But like a spot, there's like spots in my neck and spots in my chest where like the right frequency will just like send the vibration like for miles through my body. And it'll get like, it'll get like multiple I've, muscle groups. I have not, I have not experienced that. Oh man. You just like sit there and you just like feel it. Go all down your arm, or like all from your chest all the way through your to your back. Oh, it's like, yeah, you can't describe it. It's you just gotta experience it. I will say, in general, using that thing on my back is a godsend. Yeah. In general. Yeah. 
yeah, they're they're fantastic things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I promise by the end of the episode, I will talk about my fitness and how that's going. <laughs> it's not my fault that Brian shamed me about his own his own running abilities. The so my stuff right now, I don't lift very much, and I think it's I think it's totally a mental thing where like I don't I still want to lose weight. There's still like uh, some weight that I want to lose, and I don't want to bulk up. So like mentally, I always disregard lifting because mm-hmm. I haven't hit this like weight number that I want to be at, even though I acknowledge that the weight number I want to be at isn't, isn't necessarily the most realistic thing in the world. Mm. I can just hear Maddie typing comments right now. Yes. Yeah. But on a, on a daily basis, I'll go to the gym, be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to lift. Like I'm not motivated to that. All I want to do is just like listen to an audiobook while I sit on a stair climber for <laughs> half an hour. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I want to go practice racquetball. I acknowledge that uh, that I'm lazy, and I just I acknowledge that uh, for the, like the stair climber, like my headphones will stay in because I'm not mm-hmm. like hit it, like I'm not impacting. Yeah, my headphones will stay in. I can mm-hmm. just listen to an audiobook, or I can watch, I can watch Critical Role. Yeah, and I can just I can just sit there for a, an extended period of time and burn like 400 calories, hmm. and that uh, and that's chill. That's chill to me. Because uh, there is still like a part of me that just wants to like check off for the day. Like, okay, I've done the thing that mm. I need to survive as a human on this earth. I see. I've I've done the thing, and I can go back I to see. to being a potato. Yeah. Uh, on my computer. Yeah. Therein lies the fundamental difference in our fitness philosophies. I um I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. My enjoyment is a lot of cardio stuff, though. Yeah. So like I really enjoy like on Wednesdays we have there's like pickup uh, volleyball games. Mm-hmm. By the way, they play for a stupid amount of time. <laughs> These volleyball people they play and they play they play serious. I burned you know I got my watch and it just tells me mm-hmm. I burned eighteen hundred calories, yeah. just uh, two thousand calories just playing volleyball with them. Mm-hmm. They start at seven and they go to eleven. Wow. They play for they play volleyball hardcore for four hours. That's nuts. I like volleyball. Mm-hmm. I like racquetball, which is just a bunch of sprinting back and forth. Yeah. Um, unless you're really good, in which case it's no cardio at all. Yeah, then it's nothing <laughs> exactly. Yeah, then it's nothing. Um, yeah, you got to make sure not to get too good at racquetball because then the uh, <laughs> the benefits start to decrease. Out. Yeah. Um, you got to stay bad at racquetball. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. Um, I don't enjoy basketball. I used to enjoy basketball as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I hated basketball in high school, uh, yeah. but I'm much more prone to play it now with really? friends. I, I, I don't like it. And that's totally because I it's I have so rarely played basketball now that even my dribbling skills are terrible. So it's just that scene where like somebody gives me the ball and I dribble it twice and then they just smack yeah. it out of my hands. Yeah, I, I mean, I never touch the ball. I do my best to not <laughs> touch the ball. I only play okay, defense. Okay. That's my favorite thing about basketball is just like okay, defense. Standing, yeah, defense is fun. Yeah, standing underneath the uh, the hoop and just like <laughs> just going for the rebound. Yeah, just humping dudes. That's like okay. All right. <laughs> I just throw my hips around, dude. I'm not even kidding. Like so, you like okay, if you so want to get you, what like, you're telling really me is you like me, gorilla ball. Play basketball with me. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you like gorilla ball or water polo or whatever it is. Neither of those things. No. Oh, because he can't no, swim. No, I float like a rock, bro. <laughs> I would suggest, okay, so find get uh, get like a pool that's like five feet deep, and you put those you put those uh, 
just their basketball hoops that are specifically set up for a pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just put those on either side and you just play basketball mm-hmm. um, in the pool. It is one of the most physically demanding sports of all time. And most of the reason, at least every time I've played, is because when we play, we are 20% trying to play water bass or gorilla ball is what we call it. And 80% trying to drown each other. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Yeah. It's not about like that's that seems different than what I like about basketball. So like I will get in the key and I will like I will set my legs 19 feet apart. My feet are like <laughs> all the way apart and my I like I'll be down in a sumo stance almost and just like I'll wait for the other big guy on their team to like try to come in and I'm just like nah bro, this is my key. What the uh, I'm just just random question. What position did you play? In football? In football? Yeah. I was a uh, defensive tackle and an offensive tackle. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's super interesting. Actually, a, a offensive lineman does m- much the same things mechanically as what I just described in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, go figure, right? Yeah. So, so what you're telling me is you're a football player that was playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, but I don't get like the I st- I do still get like pumped up to go do like a lifting workout, mm-hmm. not nearly at the same level or as frequent as as you though. Mm-hmm. I have that uh, fit. I have uh, that app. What's what is it called? Uh, f- um, fit bod. Yeah, fit bod. Mm-hmm. And I just have it. I tell it what muscle groups I want to work, and I just have it tell me what workouts to do because <sighs> I don't. I, I don't do it enough that I can just like think of um, a comprehensive workout based on the muscle groups that I want to work. Yeah. And so I just input it into this app and then I have it tell me what to do. And then I don't actually, all I do is I look at the phone. I don't, I don't do the workout in FitBod so that they don't charge me. <laughs> I just generate it. And then I, t- and then I, and then I go in and I say, Oh no, I didn't do that workout. <laughs> nice. Yes. So, um, but then for, uh, for cardio, I, I did the 5K, albeit at a very slow pace. Before June, I'm trying to do a 10K. Participate. Nice. I, I just want to participate in a 10K. I don't really, I don't really have any. Well, I'd love to be done before two hours. That'd be that'd be nice. And that's a pretty easy. That's a pretty uh, low bar. That is set. a very low bar. Okay. Well, you didn't have to. It's a it's a Come it's on. a low bar. Come on, dude. It's a, it's a low bar. That's um, like five miles an hour. Yeah, I got places. I got you know. I'm getting places, man. All right, how about an hour and a half? I shouldn't. Okay, I shouldn't be so condescending. That's about the same pace I ran today. It's five and a half miles an hour. My brain doesn't work that way. My brain just looks at. Uh, yeah, my I, I can't break that down into a wave. Uh, uh so like my pace is like forty minutes for mm-hmm. the five k. Yeah, I think I, I want to of... say like. <clears throat> a, a 10 minute mile is somewhere between six and a half and seven miles an hour. Kevin will know this. I think it's six point. If, if the numbers on the treadmill equate to miles per hour, then I think it's around 6.2. Yeah. That sounds better. Cause right. I did at one point I did do before the, the, the five K the first goal before that was a 10 minute mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that one day and I so totally attribute that to just, I didn't when I when I told my boss who was my accountability partner. I was like, "Hey, I did the I did this ten minute mile," and he was like, "Super." He was like, "Super pumped." He's like, "Dude, nice." I did not tell him that I had the decline, or I had the <laughs> incline on negative two. 
Um, and I tried to, yeah, I tried to do the, I tried to do the 10 minute mile again on even footing and I, I died. Wow. <laughs> and that, so that's, that's, that is so weird to me. Running on a treadmill, like freaks me out a little bit. It's like, not like physically I'm afraid of it, but like, I, I don't understand how it's the same mechanically. It's like running up a hill or running down a hill. Oh, like, cause your body's not actually moving. Right. Yeah, like yeah, your yeah. body's not moving through space, and so my, my, I have such a hard time conceptualizing it being the same as actually running up or down a hill. I mean, I think there are differences. I don't know what those are, but yeah, well, I mean, theoretically, you don't your, have wind. Your legs are still, yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah, your legs are still like propelling your body. Sorry, my my four year old is sleeping right there oh, nice. on the other side and of the wall sure, and he just rolled sure over just... so I, I just heard or so my four-year-old's right there nice. my six-year-old is like right here oh, on gotcha. the same wall they're on a bunk bed yeah so one of them just rolled over into the wall oh nice yeah it was a little bit creepy <laughs> just giving you a little love tap from the yeah. other side of the wall yeah are your kids uh have your kids tried to emulate your lifting passion yet? <laughs> yeah sometimes well i've got videos of my older two the <laughs> Um, getting down on the floor and doing push-ups with me. It's so fun. Griffin, my oldest, my six-year-old, he, before a couple of growth spurts ago, he was, like, actually really good at push-ups. Um, like, his okay. his yeah. back was straight, and he'd bend his yeah. elbows and, like, go up. And he'd do, like, four or five of them at a time. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like... That was so cool for me. Like, my son's a freaking monster. Yeah. <laughs> and then he hit, like, he hit some growth spurts and he got super tall. Um, oh, yeah. So it and, just, like, it's hard And his to... muscle didn't, like, his muscles are still, like, growing in to, f- like, fill the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's a little less coordinated now. Yeah. Um, and I don't do push-ups as much now as I did. Yeah, for obvious reasons. So, uh, but, like, when I do core day at home, um they'll all come in and uh they'll they'll try to do sit-ups and stuff with me and uh that's cute that's awesome it's it's annoying to part of me because i just i don't want to be happy when i work out Um, well you want to be like angsty you want to be like in the zone yeah yeah exactly um i listen to very aggressive angry music and i think about all the things that make me angry when i work out Really? Uh, really? Okay, so that I find Truly. I find fascinating. No, when I told you that there there's a fundamental difference in our fitness philosophies, yeah, I am yeah. not there to be chill or have a good time or to feel good. I am there to really destroy myself. I'm there to get really mad and angry and like it's a it's an aggressive, violent time. And so like, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, you're right. It's a very different experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I if I like if I leave the gym feeling good, like this morning I felt good because after my run, I don't like that. Uh, I okay, so that makes more sense when you made comments the last time we talked about fitness, where you liked that your bones hurt. I remember yes. being so like freaked out by that comment i was like what do you what the, the heck yeah, do you mean that's a good time because that's like that's the the muscle destruction that i go for 
Yeah. Because then I just like that's to, what like, I just like builds, to, right? I just like to listen to fantasy novels and, and just hang out. I tried that. I I tried listening to like Lord of the Rings and The Witcher during my workouts. Yeah. And they were just so subpar. I I like I don't know. I just got so used to having like all of the testosterone and all of the angst just like burning and like it, it like it's f- like physically hot inside my chest like when i'm working out like in the zone it's like a physiological reaction to like all of the anger uh it's it's like a it's probably a mediating activity for my emotional regulation do you feel um like do you feel more relaxed an hours like an hour or two after oh big time yeah like more was, level-headed yeah absolutely um i was telling maddie this morning i hate closing shifts but i closed today and so i had time to go to the gym this morning before work yeah um and i was just talking to her about like how much better i feel at work after i just abuse myself at the gym i just feel like so energized and like mentally and emotionally like pumped up and ready for the day yeah, I like don't get me wrong, audiobooks don't do it for me when I'm running. Mm-hmm. I need more. Yeah. But yeah, I when I'm there, I'm just I'm just chilling, taking whatever time I need to take, checking off the boxes. Hmm. And like I enjoy the like, you know, the pump. That's a ter- that's a mm-hmm. term. Yeah. You start to feel the pump at the gym. Mm-hmm. And like that feels that feels great. Super satisfying. Uh, you know, it, it like you can just like win uh, <laughs> when you you said I, I like it when my bones hurt. Yes. And I remember you said that after I said, I like it when I can feel my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I like. Yeah. Um, that's when I start counting. Uh, that's dude, when that's I start just counting that. reps. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I like to go hard. I like uh, like it is satisfying and it does feel good to work out to the point of failure. Like that's mm. a that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, and I like that, that, that feels, um, good, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, the, the mentality and the language, yeah, there's a bit, there's a rift between, <laughs> there's a, between there's you and a I. Rift. Yeah. So how many, how many times do you go to failure? So the, the thing that I do is like, so let's take, um, like assisted squats mm-hmm. or something like for, as an example or something uh, yeah. for something. So usually I'll do like. 14, 12, 10, 8, 6, mm-hmm. as far as reps in a set. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, I won't, like, I'll go through all that as far as attempting, but however many times I fail during that, like, that's fine. I don't mind. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I fail up to 14, I'll still, I'll still go for, you know, 10 later um, or something like that. And sometimes, like, there's obviously a difference when you can tell, like, you've put too much weight on or you haven't put enough. But, right. But, I, Hopefully the ta- like the last two sets or the last three sets, I'm going for fa- like I'm uh, I am expecting failures mm-hmm. in the last two to three sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and th- I don't know if that answers your question. But. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I do something similar um, in lifting workouts. Like I won't if I don't finish a set, I'll I'll like rack it. I'll rack the bar. But then I'll just take a mental note that I owe myself those reps again. Oh, gotcha. So, like, I'll go to failure, and then sometimes I'll rack it. Sometimes I'll just hold it and, like, 
take a couple breaths and then finish the set. Yeah. Unless it's the final set. If the final yeah. set, I'm short one or two reps, that's a successful workout. Yeah. 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 That's kind of in my head. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I can do those last two, that means I I set the weights pretty appropriately. Yeah. That's kind of my reward. If like on the last two, if I hit failure on the last two reps of the last set, I'll write those reps off essentially. But on every other set leading up to that, I owe myself those those reps still. And so there's there's like this man, there's like this animalistic fury that comes out when I can't finish a set though. And so like I'll hit this wall, I'll fail take a mental note of how many reps i still need and then finish the set like through the failure sometimes so and that's when you get um, the bone aches that's yeah first of all that's uh that's scary i'm just gonna say that <laughs> um don't uh, remind me never to if we ever get in a fight don't ever like let me count you out for the fight if i like drop you and then i turn away and i'm like yeah and then you just get up and just wreck me <laughs> not that i would I, i'm <laughs> Don't ever think that I'm making a claim that I would drop Brian. <laughs> um, this, uh, yeah, the I remember why I think there's there's this main difference between you and I, and it's I think it is partly to do with most of the time I am I am having to stop due to my condition mm-hmm. first. Like I I'm usually stopping because of that mm-hmm. before I'm stopping. Uh, because of, uh, because of failure. Right. Right. And so I'll hit, I'll hit a threshold that I know like, uh, like if I keep going, I won't be able to go to the gym tomorrow, Mm -hmm. um, or for like two days. Yeah. And so, so for that reason, then I'll stop. So, so my stuff stopped short before, before failure. So it's kind of a different like mentality, like, uh, like it's a different mentality that by the end of it, whereas like yours for like a lot of your stuff, you can just go to the point of like physical, like complete physical deterioration mm-hmm. and then go the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, so as far as, you know, I always, you know, something more specifically, like as far as like why people do what they do as you know, and, and having that conversation within the bounds of fitness, I find the whole mentality fascinating of people uh, going to the gym and the self-consciousness that everybody's watching them mm. when they work yep. out. I find that I find that whole human interaction mm-hmm. uh, fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I've I got to I got to watch that for years yeah. working at a gym yeah. and just uh, fascinating watching the. Well, I mean, I'll get your comment on it first. Like, I mean, what's your what's your experience with that? I mean, you've been going to the gym for years. Yeah. Uh, what have your interactions been? Would you consider yourself in your head a gym rat? in my head meaning my definition of a gym rat no okay do you think Uh, a lot of people around you would consider you a gym rat i don't know i don't know so i'm gonna get vulnerable again here um yeah i think i think i might have some form of like body dysphoria is that the right word um, I think so. There's a condition. Like the, the obsession. It's like like anorexic, like anorexia is. Yeah. Um, like in your head, your body you, is never. Right. There's a component of anorexia where you see yourself as overweight, even though yeah. you're like your skin and bones, your organs are shutting down. Like you still see like that little bit of fat on you, right? 
Yeah, so a mental I disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. Yeah. Yeah, so like I was talking about my dad bod that, I've, that I'm growing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something I get to look at is, is, is this perception of my own body real? Because I get feedback at work, weirdly enough, from my boss the most often, actually, about, like, <laughs> about my physical stature and my physical strength yeah that i don't get like my like um, you you have a hard time internalizing and like except like yeah like i don't you don't feel like, like it lines up with the reality right right like like you'll make a comment or somebody will make a comment about like about like oh i mean brian's so big or um it's almost as big as brian and i'll be like was that was that a fat joke or okay, uh, gotcha or like what are you talking about I look normal, right? Or uh, this weird one actually in a, in a meeting within uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were sitting in a meeting, and my boss was talking about one of his mission companions who was bigger than Brian. That's what he said. This guy was bigger yeah. than Brian, and so I, you were like you were like the this high standard that mm-hmm. like he was using to make a make a comparison, right? And I simultaneously had two thoughts one of them was no he wasn't nobody's bigger than me the other (laughs) one like nobody's stronger than me that's that's what i thought yeah yeah, yeah. nobody's stronger than me and the other one was like why why do they see me like this or like why why was i the comparison there yeah because out of a room full of adults why was i the one that was chosen to be the comparison for that scenario and those happened this at the same time in my head like like what nobody's stronger than me and like why like uh i guess like what do i need to be stronger like why like why why was i chosen there yeah um and so that i mean that's something i get to process and that's something i get to look at like why why do i think that about myself yeah um and i mean externally as well like just as far as external honesty, like I would probably, I would probably use as the same in, in a similar example as your boss did. If I was trying to compare somebody. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I guess I need to do some research on body dysphoria. Cause like, I'm, uh, I'm very serious about like the, a couple of days ago I, I was getting in the shower and I walked by the mirror and I saw myself like, and I just saw like, my belly was just like round and big. It was it was like I was looking at somebody else on a beach, like yeah. a, like the like in Lilo and Stitch. She collects those pictures of like the obese people. I wasn't I, yeah. did, I like not obese, but like just like a middle aged big dad person. Like uh, yeah. you like used to be strong, used to have like used to work out. But just really let himself go. That's what I saw myself as, and that that image is kind of just burned into my head right now. Yeah, um, and there's parts of those that I can, I mean, I can relate to. I um, I was never the the only reason I'm as active in the gym as I as I am is probably because I worked at a gym for so long, mm-hmm. and so I was forced like I was forced to be exposed to it. Yeah, and and just be like immersed in that environment. Yeah. And so there is a level of comfort that I do inherently have that I definitely wouldn't if mm-hmm. I wasn't 
there every day for six years. When you're at the gym, do you feel like everybody's watching you? Yes. Yeah. There is like a, if I'm doing something, if I go to the gym and I want to do something like a workout that I haven't done before, I will go like in the middle of the night to go do yeah. that workout for the first like one or two times before yeah. I feel comfortable that I'm like doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just have this paranoia of like, um, somebody's going to have like a video of me <laughs> using machine wrong. Like those, <laughs> like, like the people that online. are putting their heads on the thigh machines yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I don't, I can't, I can't be that person. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get that. And, but then for, you know, there's a lot of calisthenics and, and like free weight, and stuff with uh, BOSU balls and mm-hmm. um, and straps and things like that, where I do, like I want to you know I want to make sure I'm doing it correctly before I let other people see me doing mm-hmm. it in public. Yeah. So there is definitely that cardio stuff. All of that has gone. Like I'm totally comfortable in the cardio area, mm-hmm. which I'm uh, which I'm grateful for. And I know for me, like uh, like I sh- uh, so I shaved <clears throat> the other day. It's been a couple of years. Um, since I've been clean shaven. Mm-hmm. And so I shaved because I wanted to see if I still look like I'm 12 <laughs> when I'm unshaven. And I shaved and I was like, yes, I do still look like I'm 12. Yeah. I do still need the facial hair. Mm-hmm. But then um, I looked at myself in the mirror and I had a double, ch- like, I like, you mm. know, I, I had my neck all craned in, but I had yeah. a double, like that didn't, whatever unusual unrealistic contortion that I was making my butt at the end of the day, I was still having a double chin and I was like, Oh, that's like, what the heck? It's unacceptable. Right. Like, yeah. 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 And I think there's a, like, there's a part of it. Sure. There's a part of it that I can see maybe to a threshold could be healthy. Cause I think when I was at the gym, I didn't know a lot about fitness and I didn't know a lot about these different machines and what they did. And I remember I took a BMI test and the BMI test told me that I was obese Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, well I'm obese. I didn't understand that a BMI test is like one of the more a- inaccurate things <laughs> as yeah. far as telling you, as far as telling you that information, like it's, yeah. it's not, it should not, people should not trust that mm-hmm. <laughs> for many different reasons Yeah. Um, when they use those devices. Uh, but, but I was obese mm-hmm. and mentally that's what I carried with me for, for years. And, uh, and luck, like, luckily it did get to the point just cause you know, people around me are cool that I did come to this like mental understanding, like, okay, no, like I'm not obese and I'm not like, I'm not fat necessarily. But even to that point, like my threshold of like complete unacceptability is at a level that I'm, you know, externally I, I I'm okay with because I'm okay with like, if I get to that point and when I get to that point, I, I feel this need to like be drastic and, Mm -hmm. and go on keto or, or do, you know, make a route and like make a regime at the mm-hmm. gym that's that's different um and part of that i'm okay with and uh but then obviously that you know where's the what's the line you know that's the question right um what's the threshold for for different like what's the threshold for different people because the lines in you know the healthy line is in a different spot for everybody and but i would see people that would walk into the gym as well big i won't comp- i won't make the comparison to you but <laughs> ath- athletic people whether they were just whether they were big and 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 muscled, um, if they were just toned, or just the people that physically maybe looked average, but they just had, like they were just active, and like the people that you see that like they look average, but they they go run you know ten miles without stopping, 
you know, on the treadmill or something like that. Those people would come in and they would all be, it's fascinating to me, they would all be paranoid that other people were looking at them. You know, the the, the new person that comes to the gym that's overweight or, or whatever is unhealthy and, and doesn't know what they're doing, they think that everybody's looking at them. The super fit people are worried people are looking at them. Like the, like the, the train, like sometimes even the trainers still have that um, paranoia. Like everybody has that fear. That's not the right way to say it. All types of people have that fear. Mm, Um, Yeah. You you can't get to the point that you, you are able to, to step away, step out of that Mm -hmm. and just focus on your workout. Yeah. Um, I still feel that. Yeah. Some, I mean, again, here's like this weird dichotomous, like dysphoric thinking but like sometimes i get self-conscious about it but sometimes i want it i want people to look at me work out well like i imagine there's workouts that you're very comfortable with Mm -hmm. and so you could you could go do one workout and you could you could like secretly yeah Yeah. i could totally see myself secretly wishing like yeah i want like i want people to see Mm -hmm. me or or, you know i you know yeah yeah yeah. uh like i'm a guy i'm a guy like I, i could secretly wish like like i want the pretty girl, mm-hmm. you know, to see, like, I'm doing this super well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, li- <laughs> I'm lifting 35, you know, <laughs> or something like, su- <laughs> but like, Sorry. look at me, I'm doing so well. <laughs> yes. And then I could go to another sh- machine and I'm like, good God, don't look in my direction. Yeah, please look away. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, that's, that's the same. That's a totally, you know, uh, similar experience that, that I have. I'll tell you my, one of my favorite workouts is, uh, you know, Bosu ball. It's like half of that. Yeah. So, um, and so I'll flip that around. So like the squishy, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. The squishy side is on the floor. Yeah. I like so it. I'm stepping on the flat side. Um, and you'll do, and I'll grab a, a plate. I'll grab like a 45 pound plate and I'll, and I'll do squats uh-huh. on the, on the Bosu ball. So yeah. you have to, so it's a core, it's a core workout. I love that. And I'm like very comfortable with it. I've done it a lot of times. So like I'll go do that. And since it's like a visually, like it looks a little bit more complicated i'll be fully transparent like i want people to look at me mm-hmm. while i do that i'll be like mm-hmm. oh guys like look at me doing this thing mm-hmm. i'm amazing <laughs> yeah and then i'll go and i'll try to do i don't i don't know i'll i'll try to do squats or something or i'll try to do something with free weights and then all of a sudden i'm just i want to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. yeah and not not be looked at at all yeah i think it's um i think it's fascinating in general um, I think it's also the, then there is like the 1% of people that they've gotten over the fear and they've also like, now they're just like nice, helpful people in the mm-hmm. gym that are just like always willing to like help out. Those people are the angels. We had a couple of those at the gym and everybody thought they worked at the gym and they mm-hmm. didn't. They just so happened to be gym rats that would be at the gym six hours a day yes. and they would just, they would just help people. Yeah. Uh, whenever they like, they would see form or anything. Or we had a guy. Did I tell you the story of like the guy that picked up the treadmill? No, that's awesome. This guy, for I'm sure it won't be an issue, but I'm not going to use his real name, so I'll say, <laughs> you know, Pete. It's <laughs> a great name. <laughs> this so this gal comes up and she has n- she has like never spoken to us mm-hmm. um, at the front desk. She's uh, like very soft spoken, just like pencil pencil of a person like five eight girl and all she does is she walks in and she goes and gets on the treadmill for an hour and she like and she leaves uh, for like a year wow yeah um and she and she comes up and 
And um, this isn't anything. This isn't anything to do with her workouts. So she, she didn't look. She didn't look unhealthy um, or anything like that. Um, that was just her thing. So she comes up and she says, like, she's super embarrassed, like red faced, like f- super anxious. She's like, "Hey, I dropped my phone and it and it like went under the treadmill." And, uh, and we're like, oh, "Okay, we'll go take a look at it." And I'm thinking that she was on one of the ones in the front. That it's it's a you know it's a smaller one. For some reason, this gal was on um, one of the largest, like these, these treadmills had different weight capacities. And this mm. gal was on a, was on a treadmill that could support a, just a thousand pound person. <laughs> like this, like these were track, like this, she was on one of the ones that had the track simulator and like, you could put a tank on that thing and test its speed. Wow. Um, and I'm sitting there like, I couldn't lift this if I, my life depended on it. I walk up and I like go and I like rub my hands together and I like go and I give it just a good, good effort and nothing, (laughs) absolutely nothing. And she's like, she's so embarrassed and she's like, um, and she, she's also very, like very attached to her phone. Yeah. Yeah. But she is like offering, she's like, just (laughs) as if like, it's something that we could do. She's like, just leave the phone. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> as oh, if like, just, yeah she just, just wants to just bounce. yeah just leave the thousand dollar cell phone and so i'm like okay oh, this and i and i walk to the edge of the edge of the um line of treadmills and i'm like <laughs> i yell out i'm like Pete. and this big just this big bald bulky guy like sit like stands up in the middle of the weights area <laughs> and he's like yeah what's up homer someone need me yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah, come. I need help with something real quick. I look at the girl. She's white as a sheet. Yeah, yeah. This guy comes up and he's like, what do you need? I was like, can you help me put this, like, pull, pull, uh, get this phone out of this treadmill? He one arms that thing. <laughs> he, he leans down, just full, just Hulk mode and just picks up that thing, um, pulls it uh, two feet off the ground. And he's like, any point, he like looks up at the girl. He's like, is that your phone? And she's just not moving. And I'm sitting there after like a second or two. I'm like, he can't. I don't think he can hold it forever. And she like, uh, she jolts and like grabs the phone. Doesn't say anything to either of us. She grabs the phone and, and walks out and like leaves the gym. Just pieces out. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, just leaves the gym. Um, and so people like that are, are like just helpful people that are just in the gym. They're just there to just make everybody else's life better. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. I don't think they need to be there for six hours. They also have probably something to look at in their lives, but, but you know, they get to help other people. So. Yeah. I think we, I mean, the main thing that we wanted to cover was, was both of our kind of current uh, fitness statuses. Anything, anything else you want to um, get out now that you've had a uh, retrospect, like a, what it's called, like a, now that you've had this experience looking in inside yourself, anything else you want to get, uh, get across? There was. I remember thinking something like 15 minutes ago that I wanted to bring up. Oh, please tell me I wasn't telling that story for 15 minutes. No, no. This was several tangents ago. Yeah. So I do want to comment on my uh, my philosophy, my fitness philosophy. If it sounded like, if it sounded boastful or arrogant. Um, I don't think it did. Just know that these last few weeks of being on the injured reserve um, have severely humbled me. Um, and, 
Yeah. Um, I, I've i been told that I have an uncanny ability to talk big. So just, you know, you know this, but don't believe anything I say. What, and, what part and, the... Uh, yeah, yeah. In a... In, what I described is what I think in perfect health while I'm at the gym. So just take that for what it's worth and don't believe me. I mean, what what part do you think is boastful? Or what part do you think could have been taken as boastful? Mm, I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know. Like, I just, I said what I think. I've received feedback multiple times throughout my life that I can, I have a tendency to talk a lot. And talk real big, and so if like when I, it comes to fitness or mostly fitness, yes, but with other things as well. Been known to exaggerate here and hey. there. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that. That was all. Yes, I'm. I'm feeling humble about my fitness right now. Ex- exceedingly humble. Just so everybody well, knows, and I'm sure. I'm sure you're still going to text me about it, so that's fine. If you need to tell me that you actually took longer than 31 minutes to run five mile or three miles, then feel free. I'm, my body is ready to hear that. I did take longer than 31 minutes. I took 32 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, well, this whole this whole release that you just gave right now is completely pointless to me. Ah, well, there it is, <laughs> see? There it is. There it is. It didn't serve me, so I don't like it. <laughs> That's okay. You can blame Brian's ego. Okay. Well, we uh, we uh, I apologize um, for all the all the crazy tangents we went on. Uh, thanks everybody who uh, stuck it out to the end. Yes. Thank you for uh, I'm listening. Too, yeah, I'm too lazy to cut massive portions out of the show, so I'll just instead apologize in advance. Mm. <laughs> and uh, this is not apologizing in advance. This is apologizing at the end. In the end. In advance of, it's oh that's oh then now that's just a what a weird, paradox. trippy timey what a conundrum yeah, it's at the end before everything. Jordan apologized <laughs> to you before you heard it. Jordan apologized in advance for not cutting out the things that he should have cut out, but after you heard everything, but before it was edited, but after we recorded. Time knowledge. <sighs> what are we doing next week, Brian? Science next week. Uh, that's, man, next week is a good one. Uh, next week is, um, our self-collaboration with, uh, our other show, Homebrew Catastrophe. Yes. And we're going to be talking about addiction and games slash hobbies. Um, and I'm excited about it. And I hope somebody learns something about themselves. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about our own problems. So, it will at least be useful for that. Yeah, if you if you would like to act like our problems are the problem and not focus on your own problems, then you can just listen to us. Yeah. Is that how it's going to work? We benefit either way, so uh and that's why we do it. Thanks guys. Always remember to never not don't believe anything we say. I don't even know why I ask.